You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. And do you want to talk about injuries really quick before we flip to defense? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we did have some positive news this week, right? We kind of mentioned it, but Lazard and Elton Jenkins were both limited participants, which I think in terms of injury, if you're limited through Friday, it most likely means you're going to play. Um, not going to like remove them completely from the injury report. I would love to see Elton Jenkins out there. That would just warm my soul to its very core. Um, I also think Lazard being back will balance the offense out a little bit more. David Bakhtiari did not practice today, but we got a little bit more clarity around his kind of practice plan from Matt LaFleur, which is he's not going to practice every day. They're going to be cautious with him. It doesn't necessarily mean they're setbacks, but they're going to give him, I guess, some more like vet rest type days is what I interpreted it as. So he practiced yesterday. Matt said yesterday being Wednesday. LaFleur said he had a very good day. And he did not practice Thursday. We were recording Thursday night. So it's still a very big question mark if he plays. I'm leaning that he will not. Um, we were already told that it's unlikely that he will. That's okay. Give us one tackle back, and I think we will be okay. Um, and But Alan Lazard. And then from the defensive side of the ball, it looks like Quay and Kajian Nixon both were limit or full participants back at practice today. So likely they will both play. So it feels like besides Chris Barnes and the still lingering question mark of Dave Bakhtiari, the Packers are actually a lot more healthy than I originally thought that they were after the Vikings game. Yeah. So we obviously know that earlier in the week, they put Chris Barnes on injured reserve with the, what sounds like a high ankle sprain. I don't think they ever officially confirmed it, but they did say that he avoided a more significant injury. When you see the air cast, you always assume the worst. Um, I did think it was interesting though. Jake Hansen's on the injury report and he is a full participant still in practice, but you know, four of your quote unquote starters when they're healthy are on here. David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins, we already knew about. Jake Hansen apparently has a shoulder injury and some guys are on the injury report all year and play all 17 games. It's just something that obviously you have to report. Um, But then John Runyon Jr. of course has the concussion and has not practiced all week. So whether Zach Tom comes in at left guard, you know, however this alignment looks, I think adding Elton Jenkins to this at right tackle, maybe left tackle, but I think right tackle, I think Yash would get to stay at left tackle just gives them more versatility and how they kind of want to handle that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
until running is back. I'm imagining if Elton plays, it's going to be Yash, Zach Tom, unless Runyon clears concussion protocol before Sunday, but I don't feel like that's going to happen. So Yash, Zach Tom, Josh Myers, they move Royce Newman back in to the guard spot if Jake Hansen is still dealing with an injury and put Elton at right tackle. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really conflicted about who I I guess I think should have that right guard spot. And there's a part of me that says, you know, Royce Newman held it down all 17 games last year, and you can argue he didn't look the best doing it, but I he looked better was, than Jake Hansen. <laughs> that was where I was going. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, and as far as just talking about cohesion and consistency along the offensive line, if you're trying to get Rodgers comfortable, part of that is he's played behind Newman for a hell of a lot longer at this point than he has with Hansen. And Hansen put some not great stuff on uh, tape week one. So, you know, guys like Dominique Robinson for the Bears, who had a fantastic rookie debut on Sunday, uh, will be watching that and licking their chops a little bit. Yeah, because there are clear, like, if you're if you're the Bears and you're like, how are we going to attack this Packers offense and make their life hell, there are definitely obvious players to go after on the offensive line that are going to rattle Rodgers and, you know, mess up the rhythm of this offense. So you want to put, I think, someone, like you said, who he's played behind and who has played that right guard spot actually more than the right tackle spot. I do, I am curious, you know, if John Runyon Jr. is let's say he clears concussion protocol, right? He's back at his normal left guard spot. You have Yash, Runyon, Myers. Are you putting Zach Tom in there at right guard instead if Elton can play at right tackle? Like This is such a fun – I love that like every single week we're just playing a guessing game with the offensive line. Yeah, I mean, if, if it were me – and, you know, it kind of depends too because it, it's weird to me that they've given Tom so many additional reps at left guard over right guard – it kind of makes me wonder if they prefer him on the left side and then they would move like JRJ to right guard because I think he has the versatility to do that. But um, I thought it was interesting. They asked Rogers about Tom and he was talking about how he looked really good, but he said like, I guess you can call it a critique, but it's traditional with rookie offensive linemen that he needs to put some weight on because right now he's just kind of a tweener. So he said that once he is able to add mass to his frame, that'll go a long way in helping him with a lot of those pass sets and a lot of those, those run blocking schemes that he was running. Roger's about to take him to like red lobster or something. (laughs) Take him to a five guys and just (laughs) shoving food down his throat. Um, Wow. So funny. Maybe we should do a poll on Twitter about who, who we think the people, who the people think uh, be the best little rotation here. Cause there's so many options. At least there's that, right? At least, At least there's, there's options, options yeah. I guess, if I'm, if I'm trying to be optimistic about it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Defense. I have really high expectations going into this game for this defense, which is a weird thing to say, I think, after last week. But I think they're going to be hungry. I think they're going to be angry. And I think they're going up against not a very good offensive line with the Bears. And yes, Justin Fields is in his second year, but he's still a young guy 
and has pretty much only two weapons to throw Jo at this point, Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney. Yeah, I mean, I think the statistic was something like um, six sacks and three interceptions in their first year against Justin Fields last year. So, you know, you know the the turnover opportunities will be there. And I don't know if you heard the quote. It seems like a quote that you would have heard as the certified DB stand, but they asked Jaya Alexander about, um, like, you know, why they refer to themselves as, like, dogs and dog mentality, and he was talking about steak. He wants the steak. He wants I the steak. <laughs> so so this, this is the game where you've got, like, you got, what do you want? You want a ribeye? You want a New York strip? Like, it's all in front of you guys. You're at an all-you-can-eat buffet, guys. You're at a Ponderosa, if anybody in Wisconsin remembers a Ponderosa. That's we're at a steakhouse with an all-you-can-eat buffet, and you're deciding <laughs> what meat you want, and there's no line. Just walk on up. <laughs> there's no offensive line. There's no line. Just there's no line. I mean, think about it though. Their their starting offensive line is Braxton Jones, Cody Whitehair, Sam Mustafer, Tevin Jenkins, and Larry Broom. Please tell me anything about any of those players. I, I was kind of surprised that Lucas Patrick wasn't in their starting rotation because but I know that they were very captain this week. I, yeah. That's why I wondered if he was going to get the look because he's gritty. I mean, I, I love Lucas, Lucas Patrick when he was in Green Bay, but, yeah, but I mean, like, just, can you tell me anything about any of those players? Cause I can't, I just know that Tevin Jenkins was a high draft pick. Kevin Jenkins is an enigma right now because I don't think the Bears know where they want to play him, and I think he's getting frustrated by that. But, yeah, I mean, by all accounts, this is one of the weaker offensive lines in the NFL, and the Bears are, in a weird way, fortunate that Justin Fields is young and has scramble ability because this would never hold up for a lot of other quarterbacks and their play styles. So Justin Fields is... I think that's going to be one of the keys of the game, right, is you can get all the pressure you want on the offensive line, but if you let Fields get out of the pocket and evade pressure and make plays with his legs and keep drives alive, then, you know, you're looking at a more contested game than you'd like it to be. But if you can really rattle him, you know, maybe force a fumble, force him to just kind of lame duck a ball up in the air when you've got your entire ball hawking secondary out there that is hungry for picks since they didn't get me last week, there's your stake. (laughs) Go get it. Yeah, I agree with you. I was also thinking about that because they're, the Packers defense in years prior have struggled a little bit with mobile quarterbacks in that they do get pressure, but then their pressure leaves open running lanes for a guy like yes. Justin Jefferson's to, to Justin Jefferson, Justin Fields. I'm so He's on our mind. I know uh, Justin Fields to take off. Right. And then all of a sudden you did your job and yet they, the opposing offense has a first down. Yeah. And this, this is, I think where we're going to see a lot more from the defensive line depth. Uh, Devontae Wyatt didn't play a heck of a lot. He had like one tackle, I think, against the Vikings, but he's going to get some looks. TJ Slayton is going to get some looks. Jaron Reed, I thought, had a decent game for, again, you know, a lot of these guys rotating in and out. Dean Lowry coming untouched was really fun for that one play that he kind Penny of forced. Looked amazing. Kenny so. was just eating everybody's lunch. So, they as you expect. Honestly... Okay, here's a question for you. Okay. Given the weaknesses on this. Uh, Bears offensive line do we see any kind of movement and not just like the Rashawn Gary movement kind of like they used to do with Z to just be able to like tee off like do we see any movement maybe with Kenny to get more favorable matches 
Oh, hell put yeah. In that, like, defensive end, not just like your traditional nose. Yeah, especially because you got you have guys like Wyatt and Reed who can play traditional nose tackle, but also can create pressure and create, you know, those mismatches. So I think absolutely. And we saw it a little bit against the Vikings. You know, he was getting pressure in the B gap. He was getting pressure in the A gap. Like wherever you put Kenny, he's, he's going to create pressure. So I think that that I also would. I would love it if Quay Walker gets a sack this week. That's like one of my one of my thoughts is just the Quay Walker spy over the mobile Justin Fields. So this is what I was also wondering is because they didn't really blitz on on Sunday against the Vikings, right? They didn't have any DBs coming off the line. They didn't I don't think I saw them utilize either Devondre or Quay Walker put pressure on the quarterback. So I would love to see them do that this week because with the amount of men on this team who can like get home to the quarterback, I think they could really, really make the bears lives miserable on Sunday. And I think, you know, the more I think about it and you could argue that the game was out of hand, even though I don't think it was, you know, we saw the Vikings put up what three points in the second half. So as much as you don't love going down three scores before halftime, whatever, you know, the idea being there were adjustments that maybe we didn't see or didn't recognize or, you know, at the time, because we were just like, you know, why aren't the Packers getting back into this thing? Mm -hmm. But the defense showed promise in the way that they were able to turn things around. So I think that there's a lot for them to build off of. I completely agree. And go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Go.